Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello. You know what I'm doing. I'm talking about that Woo Moreplay, baby. Today, we are spicing it up a bit. And as you know, I'm a huge fan of Woo Moreplay. Specifically, I mean, I love their coconut oil lube, but I love the freshies. All right, the little wipes on the go to keep you fresh, fresh before you're ready to get freaky, freaky. And so on top of all the things that I already love about the the company, I am so super excited to tell you about their new product that just launched called Woo Vimes. Oh, baby, it's a, I'm about to say it, a clitoral vibrator and chic travel case for better sex on the go. Listen, let's be honest. Y'all saw, I caught my girl Turtle Creek Lane with the vibrator in the back of her damn Instagram video. Well, guess what? I mean, even even the uptight decorators from Dallas are using the vibrators. This is an open podcast. We're talking about the real things. So the cool thing is Vibes by Woo More Play has five functions. So basically, there's five different rhythms to play with until you find your perfect vibe. I'm telling you, mix it with a little bit of that love oil and you are slipping, sliding, vibing and having a good time. Vibes is the only vibrator on the market with a super chic travel case that looks good on any vanity. So if you put it on your side table, no one's going to question anything. It blends in on your beauty shelf. No more secret sex toys in your socks, drawers, girls. No, keep it on the, keep it on the counter when your mom comes out. She won't know the difference. Head over to Woo More Play and use code absolutely for 20% off your order of Woo Vibes today. 20% off with code absolutely. Trust me, you'll keep coming back for more. I'm telling you what, let's not mess around, but let's mess around. Again, go to WooMorePlay.com and use code absolutely for 20% off your order. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. All right, Georgia Law ladies here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Last time I had you on, we recorded like an hour and a half episode, and then the cable connected to your mic didn't work, and we lost the whole fucking thing. It was very disappointing because I gave out so much good advice and so many great stock tips that turned out to be completely accurate. And honestly, really a blunder for anybody who was into stocks. It was a loss for everyone. It was a loss. And I know that when you say buy, 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 buy low, sell high, I know I got to get on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I always say buy high, sell low. (laughs) You know, it's also where you always suggest buying stock in Build-A-Bear franchises, which I don't think those have been thriving this year during COVID. I fully support Build-A-Bear and uh, I don't know what they're doing, but they're churning out bears left and right. And you know what? It's called vertical integration. It's where you have your own customers make your product. That's true because it's basically like child labor. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you have literally have kids go in and make their own and toys. Their own, and honestly, I wonder what the liability or like the insurance policy for Build-A-Bear is. You're asking a child to basically like, don't they have to put the bear over this like hose and it gets filled with the stuffing? Look, I don't know anything about stuffing hoses into bears, but I feel like that's It sounds accurate. risky. Yeah. It sounds risky. Yeah. All you need is little Jimmy to have a slip of the hand. Next thing you know, he's lost a thumb. And guess who owns Build-A-Bear? Jimmy's parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they're smart enough to sue. Wanda and Daryl. Yeah. Speaking of suing, I'm putting you on the spot. We never sued Starbucks. Okay, well, look. Um, <laughs> I, I wish bundle. your injuries were They were, were more. They you know, were, were more actually. Substantial. They were. They were stage two. Well, let me know when you lose use of your vagina and we will I get lost, on it. I lost use of my vagina for two weeks. Well, you just kept quiet about it. <laughs> well, I, once I said, once I came down the stairs, I was going, 
Ow. You said nobody wants to hear about you. Yes, but everybody in our family makes that noise kind of all the time over nothing. So I'm never sure when it's a serious medical issue and when it's just like, you know, we don't have pancakes. We do have a flair for the dramatics. Speaking of which, we just took my mom to get her COVID vaccine. Also, those asking how we got it, we just went on the public's website at like 6 a.m. and got it. Yeah, they're rolling them out at um, pharmacies now. So there's a pharmacy inside Publix. I believe there's one inside Kroger that they're doing in Georgia. I'm not sure if it'll be different places in different states. It's different in every state because I've had people sliding my DMs being like, what about Michigan? I'm like, call your senator. I don't yeah. know what the fuck to tell you. I'm, I, I just like, you know, was following the breadcrumbs here in Georgia. I really don't know what to tell anybody. We did it like everybody else. But Robin, as she was getting her shot today, we escorted her and took her to lunch after she went. Yeah, so she has to be taken behind this like little partition, right? Because the public pharmacy is in a grocery store. So it is just behind this little makeshift partition where you sit and like you'd get your flu shot normally. And she goes in there so we can't see her, but we can hear her because we're standing right outside and she just goes, it sounded like a cat was being slowly strangled. And we're and we're standing literally next to the shredded cheese aisle. Now, here's the thing. I know what you're thinking. A whole aisle of just shredded cheese. I didn't know Publix had that much shredded cheese. I didn't know Taco Bell made its made and sold its own brand of shredded cheese. I didn't either until Robin came around with a pack of it and goes, look, they've got habanero flavored shredded cheese. And I said, Put it down. Are you okay? Yeah. And you will get diarrhea five minutes after eating this cheese. Oh, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. That's part of their branding. I was, I never understood people who enjoyed Taco Bell. And that's not being like a taco stomp. I just didn't enjoy it because it had the fake cheese. I don't know what to tell you. The meat comes out of a hose. Yeah. Well, great business model. Just like Build-A-Bear. Again, Taco Bell, Build-A-Bear, buy high, sell low is actually Ashley's financial advice. Okay, Ashley, we were laughing at lunch today about some of your old stories about working as a prosecutor. Mm -hmm. Yes, not a prostitute, (laughs) a prosecutor, which means like uh, I worked for the solicitor's office, so we handled misdemeanors. So if you got anything less than a felony... Anything less than a felony. You went and saw me in Fulton County Jail, and I would help set your bond. What is a felony? Varies state to state, but basically it's anything that is over like $500 in shoplifting. Felonies are considered major crimes. Misdemeanors are considered like low-end crimes. Is there anything above a felony? No. Murder is a felony. Okay, that's the kind of, that's what I needed to know. I need you to talk like law law for dummies, if you will. Okay. So, and then a civil court is when finances are involved, money. Yes. So when in criminal court, you're only dealing with people getting arrested and that are possibly going to lose their liberty, meaning they're going to jail. Okay. Okay. Jail or prison. In civil court, you're looking at losing money, or there are going to be monetary damages, or maybe there's a breach of contract, something like that. Roger that. Okay, so we were laughing at lunch, though, just because, you know, we're dealing with Robin, get it, trying to get her vaccinated. We keep telling her she's getting microchipped. She honestly believes it. She's like, you know, mark of the beast. It is what it is. So we were just giggling at lunch because I was, Ashley and I were discussing when, you know, I had to deal with this whole rigmarole of going down to the courthouse and having to wait in line for five hours just to get this fucking marriage license, which I promise Jeff will be on the podcast and he and I will break down that entire story. But in light of everything that's been happening in the last two weeks, Ashley was like, oh, I've worked for the government. No matter what side you're on, it's still a fucking shit show. Uh, yeah, basically. I mean, the government is run pretty much like any other business, except imagine that your boss is an elected official. So they're a politician. And so they have a vested interest in keeping things the way that things have always been done. So if you want to innovate and change things and make them run more smoothly Smoothly. or Mm -hmm. make them run more efficiently, you are shot down immediately. Okay. And told to stay in line. Got it. You know how I'm combating that dry, dusty ass skin. I'm using number one cocoa butter brand, 
which is Palmer's. You know it, you love it. And they have a new hemp oil collection that will change the game. Palmer's new hemp oil, calming relief body lotion and body oil. We got two choices here. Calms, soothes, and hydrates even your driest skin. It has a special blend of 100% natural hemp seed oil and skin nourishing cocoa butter for highly effective skin healing. It's ideal if you're like me and you have very sensitive eczema prone skin. Here's what I love doing. I get out of the shower. My body's still just a little bit like damp. I put on the oil and then I put the lotion on over that and I just kind of rub it all around, put on my favorite pair of pajamas or sweatpants and I just stay locked and loaded with that moisturization. Body lotion is clinically proven to help irritation, dryness, and itching while the body oil soothes irritation, boosts hydration, improves skin's texture and radiance. I mix it up. I'm using both. You know, I like to just roll around in it. I've been using Palmer's for years. I'm so excited they came out with this new hemp oil calming body relief lotion and body oil. Here's the deal. Uh, You can find these products in store and online at Walmart, Target, Walgreens, or Amazon. Hey, and guess what? Everything's less than $10 each. Don't spend your money on expensive skin stuff. I got it for you. Locked and loaded. It's the best. It's Palmer's Hemp Oil Skincare Collection. And again, from Palmer's, choose what's real. Check them out at Walmart, Target, Walgreens, or Amazon. Now back to the podcast. I just remember one time we came to visit you at work. I was so excited. I think I brought cupcakes and cookies. I was like, I'm going to see Ashley like do a trial. And then we got there. You were A, pissed we were there. And B, I was so scared. The, you had a bailiff in the um, courtroom tell some woman to turn off her phone. Of course, my phone was already turned off. I was sitting there patiently in my suit with my cookies, just like there to cheer you on. And this woman wouldn't fucking turn off her phone. And he had like a RoboCop voice. He's like, I swear to God, turn off your phone or you're going to jail. And I started to cry and it wasn't even me. Like I was just scared. I am scared of the law. I am scared of authority. I'm a pussy. Well, I mean, at the time I was uh, part-time working at the jail and part-time working in the courthouse. Uh So it depended on where they needed me. Right. And I mean, let's be honest, the jail or a courtroom are pretty much the two places that no American ever wants to go or be other than the DMV. Okay. Right. So I chose a job that put me into two (laughs) of the least desirable places on a daily basis. However, I will say something very exciting. When I first started working, I was a baby lawyer and I was working at the jail. We did have a very special guest at the Fulton County Jail. His name is Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane. Shout out to I'm so icy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, he was not very icy um, in the Fulton County Jail. Okay. What happened? And he had a cell. So most people imagine jail and they think, you know, metal bars and stuff like that. But it's not. It's more like you're in a fishbowl, like you're behind plexiglass. And so we used to take the new interns who were there over the summer and we would walk them around the back of the jail and like right next to a bunch of inmates before they would get into the courthouse, which is the courtroom that is inside the jail. Got it. So we would turn the corner and Gucci Mane's cell would be like uh, uh, right around the corner. Uh And Gucci's a little crazy. Um, Yeah. At the time he was still under the influence. Now he is a clean, sober man and just had a baby named Ice. Yes. Well, yeah. well, at the time, he did not have his uh, shit together. Right. So he would have his face pressed up against the glass and would be blowing on it like a blowfish does like in an aquarium. And the little interns would round the corner <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh, my God. Then they go, wait, oh, my God, is that Gucci Mane? We're like, yes, it is. The, yes, it is. Yes, it is. So I just remember one time mom was coming down to like, she did, she had to get like a record, a public record of something for like the estate or something. And we were walking in and we saw a guy throw his weed in the bushes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she looked at you and goes, oh my God, he threw his drugs in the bushes. And you were yeah, like, that's for safekeeping. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. And everybody knows you don't touch anybody else's drugs outside in the bushes. You not, come out. Not if you don't want to get shanked. Don't get shanked. Don't get shanked. And you come out and you get your drugs and you keep going. Yes. If you want to pick up some free shitty weed. Yeah. You need to go to any courthouse and go to the bushes right outside security because that's where everybody stores their drugs Uh for them to pick up once they've gone through security, gone and handled their court case and then come back out and then they pick it back up at the bushes. I mean, honestly, I feel like it's a really, it's like on the honor system. Like, you know, just my bag was pink and yours was purple. We don't swap. Right. And if you're in the know, you're in the know. You're in the know. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's so great. You know, I feel like you've lived like a hundred lives working. Now you obviously are on the other side doing criminal defense. But was there anything that was just so, that really stuck out? Like a memory of dealing in court in general that you're like, I can't believe this is happening. This is my life. 
Okay. So yes, there is. There was one day uh, I had what is called an arraignment. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's basically when I'm the only uh, prosecutor. I represent the government in the courtroom. And there's probably a hundred people on this calendar. So a hundred people coming in, most of them haven't hired attorneys. So you're dealing with every individual and you're saying, Hey, here's what you're charged with. You know, here's your, uh, these are all people that are out of jail. Here's what you're charged with. Here's a potential offer from the state on resolving the issue. And, you know, be on your merry way. We'll reset you. Guy rolls up to me, and I do literally mean rolls up to me in a wheelchair. Okay. And he tells me uh, he was charged with possession of a stolen vehicle. Uh And he's telling me, well, I couldn't have possessed a stolen vehicle because if you'll see in the police report that the vehicle is not handicap accessible. Like, you know, can't be used by somebody in a wheelchair. And as you can see, I am in a wheelchair. And I said, well, sir, normally that would be a great excuse. And Mm -hmm. I would agree with you. However, I was late to court this morning. And so I went in the public entrance instead of the employee entrance. And I was directly behind you in the security line where I saw you pull a wheelchair out, fold it up, put it through the x-ray machine. Uh You walked through the metal detector, came out on the other end, then carried the the wheelchair all the way up to the third floor where we are now sitting in this courthouse and then got into the wheelchair right before you rolled in here. So mm-hmm. mm, they see me rolling. <laughs> they hate it. Wow. Yeah. So what did he, what's his face? She's like, well, damn. At first he was like, kind of going to bow up at me, like, you know, get mad and be like, can't believe you're going to say that because I'm in a wheelchair. But then he like thought twice about it and then sort of recognized me. and was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you got me. You got me. And I go, well, you can set your reset your case for 30 days and you will have 40 hours of community service uh, if you want to come back. And he's like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, and I'm going to roll out of here yeah. and act like we did not have that private conversation. Exactly. I just remember one day, and listen, shout out to anybody who's working in the government right now. God bless you all. I mean, I know your assholes are clinch. We have no fucking idea what's going on. We're waiting for new leadership to roll in. So, I mean, we're just here having a laugh. We were just sitting at lunch. I was like, oh God, we got to share some of these stories on the damn podcast. Because listen, I think with a lot of things that are going on in the government right now, illegally, I don't understand how the law works. Like, I just know. I know. Yeah, you know this. I just know I don't break it because I'm scared shitless. Like, always. I was never one of those. I'm just not a rebel. I'm really not until I guess I need to be. If you've done a crime, do not tell me. I will immediately go to a church and just tell someone, like, I need clearance from the Lord. Sage me. I don't know. Listen, I'm talking on the podcast this week about trying to do a little self-care. You know, sometimes you don't want to be alone in your own thoughts. Everyone's like, meditate, meditate, do this, do that. Hey, what if you want to talk to somebody? You know where I like talking? Other than the podcast, honey, it's talk space. And I'm obsessed with it because it's therapy where I can literally sign up online and start a therapy session the same day that you sign up. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. And honestly, who's going in-person to anything these days? You know what I'm saying? Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send in unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7 and they'll engage with you daily. That's five days a week. Talkspace is a wonderful, safe space where they have thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience and over 40 specialties, including depression, anxiety, which we all have, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, relationship issues, food and eating, and so much more. It's secure, it's private, and they use the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations. Good to know. Anything you talk about, this is, again, a safe space. Here's the deal. My therapist gave me the practical guidance that really changed my life for the better, and I'm so glad that I found Talkspace and got the support that I needed, and you can too. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure you use code absolutely to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's absolutely at Talkspace.com. But anyways, we were laughing about kind of like what a shit show everything is right now. And can you share the story about the mystery pooper, the crime scene pooper? Well, it's not really a mystery pooper. So, okay, when you work for the government, you your office is in the courthouse. Right. Just like the DA's office, the solicitor's office is also in the courthouse. Also, side note, we're not going to get in like, trouble for like telling these facts. No, I mean, I can just tell you what happened while I was there. I mean, this is a million years ago. I've probably been working in this office as a new attorney for maybe three months at this point. Mm-hmm. And we have our own 
private security. You cannot get into our office, okay? Because we have investigators in there that have guns on their hips, yeah. you know, like- Locked and loaded. Yes. You have to be a government employee to enter our office. Right. People are not just waltzing and off the street, right? Unless you're at the Capitol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to go through like three levels of security. And so we have our own private bathroom and I'm going up to the front to go to the bathroom. And this girl goes, wait, whoa, whoa, look out. There's shit on the floor. And I go, oh, well, my first thought is somebody's dog pooped on the floor. You right. Know, like a, a canine unit, you know, or something. And then I realized, no, 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 no. We're behind three like security doors. There's no random stray dogs or even canine units that are coming in the office. And then I realized that is human poop. So uh, within two months of working there, um, somebody who worked in my office Pooped, pooped on, the, on floor. the floor. Okay. And so I worked there for three years total. Mm -hmm. uh, it happened again. So in the first two years that I worked there, we were one shit on the floor per year. Averaging. Now, would they put up crime tape? Yes. So okay. some of the investigators came up with little tiny cones <laughs> and put up crime scene tape around the mystery shit. I do not know who uh, the mystery pooper was, but God bless him. But it had I, to be somebody you worked with. It had to be somebody I worked with and I was only there for like two months before this happened. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know if it was a disgruntled employee who was on their way out and right. already put in their two weeks and, and just they were came just like, in to do like a run by pooping. Right. But like, it's also near the front where there's a lot of traffic. So mm -hmm. I don't know how you squat long enough. Like you had to have this one like in the chamber, ready to go. Like, or what if they had done it in the bathroom and like just dropped it out of their coat pocket or something on the way out? Look, I'm just saying based on my forensic knowledge uh -huh. <laughs> and by the way, it was curled and laying there. I believe this was an, an, fresh. On, an on the scene. Okay. On the scene, on the scene crime. Okay. Um, I don't think this crime was committed at a different location and mm. then transported to the location that it ended up being at. You know, and this is another reason why I do believe that you have to have a specific brain to be able to do law or anything. Because it has to be a very messed up one. Yeah. yeah. But I watch, I feel like whenever we want, okay, first of all, don't ever watch Law and Order with an attorney. If you're hungover and you're like watching an SVU marathon, Ashley will fucking ruin it for you because you'll be like, that's not accurate. That's not how they do it. That's not what we would say in a court. Da, 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 da. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Olivia Benson's on it. I just want to lay here and watch it. And plus, you already know that the most famous person who is the guest star on the show is the one who committed the crime. <laughs> Good point. Good point. If Dean Kane is on there, Dean, Dean Kane did, did it. it. Yep, that's a really great point. Another thing that I had on my bucket list of career moments was to be on an, an episode of SVU. Dead Herker, you know, I don't know. Dead Herker? Dead Herker. <laughs> I feel like once they're dead on SVU, they call them hookers. But yes. if they're still alive, they're sex, they're work. sex workers. Yes. Which I find very confusing. Listen, uh, as a comic living in 20, now 21, I'm confused all the time what it, I can say and can't. Uh, oh, turns out you can um, apparently not eat people anymore. Oh. Which is very upsetting. Like, Okay, now here's the thing. I've run up on the army hammer situation. I don't even really know what I believe because it's still so fucking confusing. And then there were like these people that came out and said that they photoshopped that. I trust no one. I, do I think that he's like a rich kid who's on some sort of weird drug bender and probably being a creep? Absolutely. But I don't know what what is fact and fiction anymore. Well, I remember you telling me about the story because let's face it, I am super you know nothing old and I know nothing culture. about pop culture and I don't keep up with who Army Hammer. Mm -hmm. I actually knew more about Armand Hammer. <laughs> Than I did Army. The great-grandfather, right? Yes, yes. Um, and when you told me, you said, well, allegedly he drinks people's blood. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not a cannibal. That's a vampire. <laughs> Which he may identify as that. We don't know yet. Yeah, and who knows? Like 10 years from now, we could be sitting here doing this podcast and we'll have to correct ourselves and be like, oh, oh sorry, nope. not cannibal. Uh, we mean vampire. vampire. We mean vampire. Yeah. Um, see, and that's the thing. That's why I always have to have my attorney present, the Georgia law lady right. to correct me because I don't fucking know anymore. You know, we're living in wild times, but army, I mean, you know, if he is a fucking creep, which I really, guys, I haven't looked that far into it. So if somebody's like boiling on the other end of this podcast and you're like, we know the facts, send them my way. I really don't care except uh, not, that's the thing. I feel like after 2020 going into this year, I'm so desensitized that if you're like, oh, 
Army Hammer, who played a Winklevoss twins in the fucking social dilemma. No, not social dilemma. What was it? The social network eats some lady's rib cage. I go, eh, no, no big surprise there. Yeah, I've been in fight or flight mode, um, highly stressed for nine months. And can I tell you, it's been hard to procure uh, Xanax. Oh, well, then you have a problem that I don't have. I mean, it's called the black market. Get on it. I usually get my Xanax in Mexico or Canada. And I've asked two of my doctors here and they were like, you don't really need it. Have you tried meditating? And I go, I fucking need it, If another person tells me to close my eyes and breathe. Yeah. What do you think I'm doing 24-7? It's called breathing. Breathing. But If I stopped, you'd know. I need a prescription to take me down a notch. You know how I feel about Starbucks. I'm not messing around with it. But did you also know that a Starbucks grande friggin' frappuccino, you even want to know how much sugar it has in it? Oh, guess what? It's too much. It's going to blow your mind. All right? I'm talking 52 grams of sugar and 370 calories. Who has time for that? The cool thing is I found a new keto-friendly, lactose-free, and gluten-free coffee creamer and coffee by itself, the super coffee. I'm talking about super coffee. I'm obsessed with the vanilla, and then I get their creamer, and I get the sweet cream, and it's friggin' delicious. Let me tell you, super coffee is just really blowing my mind these days. It is made to power your entire day with its unique combination of caffeine, healthy fats, and protein that provide a sustained, jitter-free energy with no crash. Super coffee is naturally sweetened and contains zero added sugar, 10 grams of protein, and only 80 calories per bottle. Didn't get better than that. Now, you may have seen Super Coffee and its founders, Jake, Jordan, and Jim, who were three brothers on Shark Tank. You know, I love a Shark Tank moment. And hey, people, these investors were buying this up left and right because they knew this is an awesome product. I'm telling you, try the sweet cream creamer. It's the friggin' best. And I love their white chocolate peppermint. Just their, like their, their coffee. It is so friggin' good. You're going to love it. It's, it's like if you have a sweet tooth and you want to you hit the sweet tooth, but you also don't want to feel like shit after having something sweet, you're going to friggin' love Super Coffee. I picked it up in my grocery store and then they were like, hey, they want to sponsor the podcast. I said, this is friggin' awesome. I am so here for this. I am down to clown. Hell yeah, Gucci gang, let's go. Here's the deal. Got a special exclusive offer for all my absolutely not babies. All right, receive 25% off plus free shipping on any of their best-selling variety packs. This is a great way to try all their delicious flavors. Go to drinksupercoffee.com slash absolutely or use code absolutely at checkout to claim this deal. That's drinksupercoffee.com slash absolutely. Super Coffee is also available nationwide in over 25,000 stores like Target, Whole Foods, Walmart, Kroger, and CVS. Doesn't get better than this. Check them out. Drinksupercoffee.com. I come down for breakfast and you go, oh, so Army Hammer, first of all, you have to understand, I have to process multiple things in this sentence because I do not know who Army <laughs> Hammer is. And you said it with like such conviction. You go, oh, Army Hammer is now a cannibal. And I just was like, okay, I know what some of the words in that sentence mean. Mm-hmm. And also, well, eh. why not? Why? Of course. Of course. Now, can I have some oatmeal and... And put a little collagen protein on it, you know, because I want long hair. Right. I don't know what to tell anybody. People were sending me all of these things to read up on it. And I just said, you know what, guys? Not even my concern. I'm not trying to bury my head in the sand, but I'm literally just trying to keep my head above water. Much less am I, if he's fucking coked out of his mind, you know, sucking on a toe. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I think he just sucks too long on the toe. I think he does where it gets raw. Yeah. Right. He's trying to get to the flesh, which I break the flesh, which is fucking weird. You know, and then the more and more you read about these like crazy sex cults, like everybody wanted me to watch The Vow, which is that, then about the Nexium. Right. The Nerium. No, Next. The Nexium. Nexium is my heartburn medication. No, I think it's pronounced Nexium. Oh, it might be. I thought it was Nerium. Whatever. Okay. Anyways, I watched The Vow. First of all, don't ever fucking waste your time. It's the slowest documentary. You could do a light Google in three sentences. You'll get like the main bit. The fir- Like the first episode, you go, this guy's the worst. I would have like, no. And then you find out that these women are branding themselves. And I was just like, I- I'm just desensitized. I go, eh, hey, look, if you're- eh, teach their own. I don't know what to tell you anymore. But if you're going to be part of a cult, you know, at least get one that has their own like tattoos. Because if not, what what's the point? I don't think, maybe I'm just not that gullible. Is that it? No, no, no. Uh, well, I think that people who are susceptible to cults mm-hmm. are 
have certain things in common, like they're looking for validation. Yeah, they're looking for the answers for something. Maybe there's a little bit of, you know, sprinkle in some childhood trauma. Oh, absolutely. We've all got it. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's childhood trauma. Yep. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) they're looking for answers that modern society is not giving them or modern medicine isn't able to provide. And, you know, I I feel bad for people that are in cults. Uh, No, I do too. But here's the thing. I feel like all these documentaries start off and it's like, you know, I was trying to find myself. I was needing the self-help. Really, they kind of make me feel bad about myself because I never go to self-help books. Well, because I go, I'm literally like, eh. It is what it is. We got here this far. Also, you're requiring me to read. Exactly. That just makes me feel worse because then I'm like, I've never really tried to like work on that much self-help, which also makes me feel like a lazy fucking person. Well, yeah. You know? Here's what I like. That would require action steps. And I, I, I'm, t- I'm too fucking freaked out and tired to do that. Speaking of action steps, uh-huh. at least Heaven's Gate had like, you know, matching shoes. Right. Oh, I, see, I could get bamboozled for the outfits. If they're like, we're going to wear comfortable track suits and wear Nike sneakers. I'm like, I'm in. Oh, like after this past year, I refuse to put on a pair of heels. And I am a very short person, but I'm sorry. I don't want to be uncomfortable anymore. You know what? I love a uniform. Yeah. We I had uniforms too. at school. They were fucking fantastic. Best year of my life. Best year. Yeah. Loved it. Loved a skirt. Loved, loved a, you know, a golf polo. One thing off my plate in the morning that I got to think about mm-hmm. what I'm going to wear. Great. Great. Got this uniform. I got three options. Because right now I've been wearing a lot of sweaters because it's cold here. And each one of them, the seam on the, the arm is not cut like right where my my shoulder stops. So every single one of my sweaters, I just spend all day trying to pull the arm up because I feel like it makes my shoulders look so huge. What a fucking nightmare. I know. It's, I know. How do you make it through But I'm day? like looking in the mirror right now and I'm like, why can't we cut a fucking shoulder sleeve where my shoulder stops? It's like the grandpa like shrug shoulder look and it's not flattering on anyone. It wasn't flattering on grandpa's. Like, what is it, bitch? Who do I have to write to just to get a normal fucking sleeve on a fucking sweater? When it comes to beauty these days, if you're not getting things customized, then what are you really doing? Function of Beauty is the world's leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulation for your hair's specific needs. I mean, we're all different. We all have got different needs, but why not make things customizable with the function of beauty? Here's what you do. First, you take a quiz. Through the quiz, you tell them a little bit, a little bit about your hair type, your hair goals, if you will. Like tell them your length, the, you know, how much volume you want, your oil control. And because your hair changes with the season, you can change your hair goals before each shipment. Next, choose your color and fragrance or go fragrance and dye free. It's that easy. Plus, subscribers get to access more exclusive colors and scents. Then Functions Team determines the perfect blend of ingredients, bottles your formula, and delivers it to you along with fun, seasonal stickers, and all the instructions you need. Here's the deal. Never buy off the shelf. You'll just be disappointed. And, and we don't want that. Never let that happen again. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash absolutely to take your quiz and save 20% off your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash absolutely to let them know you've heard about it from our show. And then you get 20% off your order. Functionofbeauty.com slash absolutely. Anyways, what's new in your life? Um, okay, literally nothing. The okay. same thing that's new in your life because uh, we have been seeing each other pretty much every day and doing the same stuff. Yes, but people love when you come on the podcast. I think they like a mixture of like, here come the facts and then a little bit of like your dark, you're kind of like a dark, mysterious person. I try to be. I wear sunglasses around the house a lot. <laughs> To just kind of keep up that persona. And just a long black trench coat. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's, it's very strange. It's not even cold in the house. I'm just wearing a trench coat for no... I've also... <laughs> there have been recent reports of a flasher yeah. in the house. Spoiler alert, guys. It's, it's me. me. <laughs> and then you wear those like tight Oakley sunglasses that they wore in the Matrix. Oh, there's nothing better than yeah. a tight Oakley. Yeah, it's kind of it weird. Just, it tells you all you need to know about a person. Okay, you meet somebody wearing a tight Oakley, especially a guy with a penis, you know, and you're like, mm. especially a guy with a penis as opposed to a guy without one. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes. <laughs> women who started out as men who are now women, okay, who are wearing tight Oakleys. Literally, not a none. 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 I don't. Even that is a very specific brand of of, of heterosexual man. You're right. It's a cis man. Yes. Just who. Literally. Who has some secrets. <laughs> He's got some secrets. Dude. And sadly, mm-hmm. you can probably guess what all of them are. Okay. Definitely for sure did a little time behind bars. 
Yeah, maybe just some light time. Maybe light just time. Some misdemeanor time. Probably like a, like a tax fraud situation. No, what? Not Somebody wearing fraud. tight Oakleys <laughs> as tax fraud? No, they're not even filing taxes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, they work at a Bass Pro we got Shop. A little, little inhalants. Mm-hmm. Oh. Little inhalants problems. Doing little, little airplane glue. Doing whippets in the in the back stock room at a Bass Pro Shop. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And, and it seems like Troy. You know, it's yeah. a Troy. Yeah. Always ends with a Y. Right. A Mikey, a, a Chili, a Willie, a, a Buddy, a Jimmy. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. We know him. Mm-hmm. We've met him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know him too. And listen, if your dads are still wearing Oakleys, I think the biggest thing that we can do as a community right now is absolutely yes to maybe let's upgrade into a Ray Band or something that's a little bit more classic style and sending it to our fathers for Father's Day. Why don't I just... Also, men buy one size of Oakley and then their head (laughs) grows around it. (laughs) Have you noticed that? The Oakley never changes sizes, Uh okay? But the head somehow gets slightly fatter just like on the exterior of the skull, which mm-hmm. I think is actually the skull bone fusing yeah. with the Oakley. Oh, well, it's basically like where the temple is. Like, that's, right? that's actually why they're called Oakleys. They're like, oh, Oakleys. <laughs> yeah, and then the guy always dro- drives like a Toyota Tacoma truck. Mm-hmm. His name's Troy. He drives- Or a, a 1999 Toyota Tercel. Uh-huh. Oh, a fucking Tercel. Yes. I feel like if you were- A reliable at, vehicle. Yep, if you worked at- um, no, the Camry's reliable. The Tercel was never reliable. Okay, well then I, I the, changed my opinion. The, the the phrase was the Tercel can go to hell because that thing always had a problem. I did not know that was Toyota's catchphrase for that particular vehicle. Listen, my old boy Mikey, who worked at Blockbuster, <laughs> used to all, I'd come in there. I was 11. I'd be like, Mikey, you're sweating. He's like, ah, oh, the fucking AC went out of my Tercel. It can go to hell. And I was like, oh, yeah, I hear you. My mom has a Jeep Grand Cherokee. You know what I have to admit? Mm-hmm. That I never thought I would miss because I just stopped going to the movie theaters many, many years ago. But I have to admit, like, during this whole pandemic and, and during this time when movie theaters have been shut down, yeah. I have driven by one or two because there's a couple on my way home. And I see that they're shut down. And I'm like, man, it's like a Wednesday afternoon, like, Not a whole lot of work is going on. You know, I'm kind of spinning my wheels in the office and I'm like, I would love to go see like a matinee and just just chill out in a theater. Yeah, but I'd have to bring my own fucking snacks. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I I just got so triggered by (laughs) a memory. All right, we need to tell you, explain to you that Robin was the cheapest mother growing up. Okay, cheap, cheap, cheap. Robin, instead of McFrugal, we called her, or sorry, instead of McMahon, we called her McFrugal. Wow, just gave away my own joke. Okay, anyways, Robin always did this thing, though. You knew if you were taking... We were drinking LaCroix, side note, before anybody knew what a LaCroix was. Right. You had to buy them at a Harry's supermarket. They were fucking weird. But mom was from up north, so we, we always drank seltzer. That was our thing. We drank seltzer growing up. Robin would take the lemon LaCroix and she would wait till exactly when the credits got quiet or like the previews got quiet in between when the movie's about to start. And then she'd crack open the, the LaCroix and right. we would always get caught. And I had such anxiety as a kid. I was like, this is it. The movie police from the AMC are going to come in and they're going to see that we the have this. movie police? Yeah. They're going to see that we have this weird fucking like, they're going to be like, what is this? Who drinks well, seltzer? Also, she used us as her drug mules. Okay. So we're two little kids, right? Like uh-huh. it's a Saturday. You're looking for something to do with your little kids because you don't want to parent anymore. You're very tired. And so she would take us to the movies, but she would pack our backpacks with all of our home bought like, home brought snacks and stuff. And then you and I, you'd have an anxiety attack going in because like mom Again, knew I, they're not going to search the kid. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And if and they knew I was chubby and I had Oakley's on and they were like, we don't know what's happening with this kid. Like she used the Oakley's as a distraction. Right. And they were distracting because it was very distressing <laughs> to see a, a two foot tall lesbian yeah. <laughs> with her backpack. They're like, is this woman, is this a little person or is this a child? Because surely not a child would be having this haircut and mm-hmm. these Oakleys. That are so tight. Yeah. And I would still have on my shin guards or I'd have that like, Im, you know, that imprint of the shin guard on my shin because yeah. I just come from soccer practice. And yes. mom- so either this is a 38 year old disgruntled <laughs> soccer, coach. very short woman. Or it's a child. My bet's on it's a full-grown woman and we just don't want to search her. 
Yeah, and then mom would just wait till it got absolutely quiet and then she'd crack the fucking can and I would have one teardrop rolling down my cheek because I'm like, this is it. We're getting caught. And then she'd spend the next 20 minutes being like, we're fine. No one's coming to get us. Eat your fucking homemade Twizzlers. Or if the poor teenage kid who was the usher came in and said anything, she would freak out. Freak the fuck out. Freak out. What? What? Oh, no, you're screaming into the mic. What? We can't do this? (laughs) You're telling me I can't drink? I just bought this. I just bought this Pepsi. Eat the, eat the thing. And they're like, ma'am, we don't serve Pepsi. But this is Georgia. We only serve Coca-Cola. And she'd be like, well, I don't know who sold it to me then. <laughs> what are you? Your no, lie isn't like, even convincing We to don't know what this LaCroix is. What is this drink? She's like, it's seltzer. I'm from Boston. It's seltzer. Oh, what are you now? Racist? And they're like, that's not a thing. Yeah, I have a condition. And you have to only drink gaseous drinks. Literally, mom would buy caffeine-free Diet Cokes. That's also what killed our father. But she would buy the caffeine-free Diet Cokes. Well, you know why she bought the caffeine-free. Why? Because she was blind as a bat and could not (laughs) see and could not tell the difference between a Diet Coke can and a caffeine-free Diet Coke can. Ashley, is she also colorblind? Because the the caffeine-free are like bronze color. Heather, we just asked her at lunch when her next eye appointment was. And for the last three months, she's been telling us it's two months from now. She needs to be taken off the road. Oh, big time. We got her a Mercedes because we were like, we need her in a tank. We know that it's like a strong car. We've had a couple friends that have, you know, thank God that they were in in a tank like a Mercedes because uh, they walked away from accidents. So I was like, what's the safest car? I'm like, let's get her this fucking Mercedes. And literally, it's like a <laughs> driving a school bus down the street. And the first day, I mean, I already told you this on the podcast, but, you know, the first day, she ruined her tires. Like, Yeah, it, it took 24 hours for her to <sighs> uh, bust up her rim. And now she's, you know, it's just like, uh, I don't even know where to begin, you guys. It's not even like everybody loves Raymond. I'm trying to think of another, like, mother-daughter duo. It's just so out of control with her right now. Yeah, and here's the thing. Once your parent hits 70 and above, they basically revert back to being being under the age of Mm -hmm. 10. Mm -hmm. So they don't want to be told what to do. They don't want to be helped out in any way, shape, or form. Mm -mm. She's constantly trying to prove that she can do something on her own, even though she has tiny little chicken-like arms and can't carry anything, can't reach anything. I mean, I understand her plight. I have to have little step stools all over the house in Mm -hmm. order to reach stuff on shelves. Yeah, No big deal. But she also can't carry anything. So she Not keeps dropping stuff. Uh-huh. And if you're upstairs or downstairs, <laughs> you, just and hear you, you hear this these crashes all day long and you think, well, is this the one? Is this going to be it? Is this where we find her? You uh-huh. know, covered in potato chips, laying underneath like the potato chip shelf. And you just hear going, taken down by some lays. Yeah. <laughs> just, and you're like, mom, are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. Leave me the fuck alone. Oh yeah. And then you're the asshole for going to check on her. It's unbelievable. We were saying to, to, today on the way home from lunch, I said, you know, thank God dad hasn't been alive. Like, thank God he went when he went. Thank God he died before Trump because he would have just been like, he would have, we would have never heard the end of it of how much he fucking hated this guy. And two, like, thank God he died before the pandemic. Because if you think that leaving, uh, my mom was 11, is 11 years older than my father. But trying to keep her in the house has been one fucking thing. Trying to keep him in the fucking house. Oh no. He, I would have killed myself. See, Heather and I differ in opinion on this. I think that dad would have been so excited that all of us were in the same house again. He would have loved uh, that, he sure. Would've, he would have loved it. And then he would have used it as an excuse never to go to whatever restaurant that mom wanted to try out in town. So you'd be like, Robin, there's a pandemic. You can't go out. You can't yeah, go out. You can't, can't go out. Uh, I got to be in these sweatpants for eight days. I can't go out. Can't go out. Can we have hot dogs today for dinner? We Very just, hungry. We just said dad would always be like, you know what? Let's just all American food. Let's do some ribs. You guys want to do some hot dogs? Let's do hot. We're like, dad, we had hot dogs five days this week. Okay. We're not doing the fucking hot dogs. Like, hey guys, let's grill out and do some dogs. We or, don't want to do dogs, dad. When he first, like when he first tried Indian food, he mm-hmm. was like, oh, 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 and it turns out this is pretty good. And it's like, yeah, a, a billion people have been surviving and like <laughs> off of this cuisine and like making it amazing for since the dawn of time. Why did you think it was going to suck? It, it just, but that's just dad's. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just, but dad would have been the biggest pain in the ass. Oh my God, I can see now. He, we would have either been like hunkered, bunkered down where we would have been eating like MREs, you know, or- I mean, we have some MREs. Yeah, we do, but I think that shit's expired. I don't think they do expire. No, they do expire. We had that that meal prep, or not the meal well, prep. Well, either way, I think the way that they go in is the same way they come out. They don't change. Dry and chalky as fuck. Yes, at all, which means your body doesn't absorb any nutrients from them. And they just move through it. 
But I just think if I, it's been hard enough dealing with one parent, I could not imagine dealing with two parents. I mean, I would have literally just set the house on fire and walked away like oh, yeah. by April. Yeah. Uh-uh. Because dad was a ball buster. Mom's a ball buster. Then them two going back and forth. And in the no. same house all day together. Oh, like not no. getting any moments away. No, all of us. We and mom doesn't give you a moment to yourself. No, there's like, no. If you're in any room of the house, okay, and especially if like you've gone to get gas or something or like gone to the grocery store, if it's just me here, like mom finds something to do mm-hmm. outside of whatever room I'm in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm rearranging all of the books outside of this room. And I'm like, there's no reason for anyone to do that. I was t- like, this is kind of my fears when I have a kid because Robin does not know how to be quiet. I was taking a nap with the puppies and I literally said, hey, mom, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to take a nap with the dog. Just don't come down here. We're just going to be quiet because as soon as Rick and Tony hear something, he his ears perk up and he wants to investigate. I'm like, I just want an hour with you to lay down. Sure enough, Robin comes out and she's like, I'm just going to hang four paintings in the basement. <laughs> We've had all fucking week and now you want to do it at like, you know, 4 p.m. on yeah. a Sunday. And I just think about like when we have a baby, like Robin is, we, I looked at you, we're having a baby, but Robin will never be quiet. Like nap no. time will will never exist. She is a toddler. She is a toddler. In fact, we were at Trader Joe's and the lady told her, she pushed the cart to the front and the lady told her, first of all, she can't even see. She has a baseball hat on, her hood's over her head. She's got her gloves on, two masks. Like I'm, she's lucky I'm letting her out trying to get as close as she can to the woman checking us out. And the lady goes, ma'am, can you please get on the red circle? Like the red dot. She's like, oh, sorry. She keeps getting closer though to the woman. Right. Like she's looking at the gum. She's looking at the chocolates, the nuts, everything that they have at the checkout. And finally, I literally had to grab her by the back of her little old Navy jacket and go, stand on the fucking red circle. Everybody in line starts laughing. And, I'm, and she's like, what? I'm like, stand at the fucking circle, mom. These people don't want to get COVID from you. This is for your safety. Stand there. And I'm like, I am talking to her like she's four and a half. No, it's like, it's like a kindergarten class where they tell you to stand in your circle Mm -hmm. and like she cannot follow those basic instructions. She would have been held back. I mean, we're just, we're literally in survival mode. Also, I know that when this episode comes out, it's going to be the morning of the election or I'm sorry, not the election. God damn it. Inauguration. Inauguration. So I'm, you know, sending thoughts, hopes, prayers to our entire country because I know we're all sick of this shit and we want to get out. We want, you know. Now, hey. What? I don't want to brag. Yeah. But I did get an email. Mm Mm-hmm inviting me, I assume exclusively me, mm-hmm. to watch uh, Biden and Harris's inauguration virtually. Well, I know that you're not necessarily VIP, but I will see <laughs> if I can talk to some people through this email okay. and see if I can get you on I a would, list. I would really appreciate that. Okay, you're welcome. I just try. I try, you know, not to really name drop. And you just mm-hmm. did. And it worked out for you. You know, I should Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. It's just, hang on. I got to I gotta take this call. It's, yeah. it's Joe. Oh, Joe. He's, um, yeah, we're on a first name basis. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He, so he just wanted to chat. You know what? I, I'm going to, I'm going to put it on mute and I'm, I'll just text him and say, I'll call him later. <laughs> he had some policy questions. I just don't understand. Like, again, when this comes out, I don't know. So if something happens or something on Wednesday and we made a joke, like if sex workers storm the Capitol and we made jo- a joke about it. Or if hookers now, yeah. or sex workers now want to be called hookers and they storm the Capitol. Just, guys, I, I I can't predict the future. Right. We were talking about it yesterday. I said, you know, it, it would be like if, they, if somebody came out and said, manatees are racist. And I've been making manatee jokes you know and I had what? no I heard, idea. I heard about that. I heard about some racist manatees. <sighs> they have a podcast. You can't. It's actually just a pod of manatees. Oh, <laughs> 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 I'm really tickled by that. Also, Ashley was born in Florida, so these jokes make sense. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. What's it like to be actually born in Florida? It's something you don't tell a lot of people. My girlfriend, Alicia, is from Orlando, and she's been telling people she's from Virginia for the last, like, 10 years, and I finally met her brother, and I was like, you're from Orlando? And she yeah. was never, she literally, like, held me by my throat at a nightclub in LA and was like, don't ever tell anyone. I was like, damn, sis. Yeah, it's a it's a hard lie we got to deal with. But, you know, I write in my diary about it sometimes. Oh, God. And even my diary, it leaves me mean messages when I say anything about it. Again, with the self-help, I should I write down? Should I journal? I'm too tired. I don't have the energy well, to self-help. Thing. If you write in a diary, I guess you're supposed to go back and read it, but I never do that. Ooh. Also, I'll put, I'll like write like one journal entry that's like five lines long and then started by a new journal like two years later because that's all I've put in it. Yeah. And when you're severely ADHD, you know, 
I'm be bumping, bouncing around. I saw, oh yeah, I stopped mid sentence one time. I saw this thing that people are saying you should download like a habit tracker, and you get up every day and you have to write down like, okay, these are the five habits that I want to do in the next in the next like two weeks. Like right. like mini habits, like little things. Yeah, they say we're all you know humans are are connected to habits, and I just so I tried it one morning. It's like okay, today I'm gonna have what eight ounces of water. I'm gonna meditate or do this or that. I was so exhausted after writing five things down that I had to try and make habits. I was said, I can't do this. I don't know what the world wants from me, but I'm done. Like 30 seconds. Well, I couldn't even write down my fucking habits. Apparently the world wants a little bit more. <laughs> um, I have nothing I, left I've to done give. That do the, you? Because I have many habits, but I find it's better to put it in a routine. So like if you have a morning routine and you're just like, like something you already do. Like I'm going to drink a cup of coffee every morning as first thing when I wake up. But can I be honest with you? Unless we were home, I would not have any sort of morning routine. I mean, I don't because every day of my life has been different. I, because when you do A don't, waking nightmare? Yeah, truly. But when, you know, when I was on the road and stuff, every fucking day was different. There was never, I've never been a habitual person. Well, do you have like, okay, let's say you go to Starbucks. Do you have a Starbucks order? No, I don't go to fucking Starbucks because we were supposed to sue them because they burned my fucking grundle. But if you were <laughs> going, oh my God, you were so, okay. Well, then you know what? Let's just get a good, real good therapist and talk through some of this stuff and we'll get you 18 different journals. You can write one sentence. I don't want to write. I don't want to write anything down because I read my journals from the fourth <laughs> grade and they were terrifying. Way too in my head. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe we can get you into photography. What's your morning routine, Ashley? You're so type A. Let us know. Uh, my morning routine is not anything special. It's just that I have a glass of water when I wake up and then I have my coffee. I mean, it's as simple as that. Like, And then I'll probably put on, depending on what day of the week it is, I'll put on whatever podcast that I listen to. I have a bunch that I listen to. Do you ever listen to mine? Yes, I do. All the time. Do oh, I'm sorry. Absolutely not. <laughs> I feel like you don't. <laughs> you know what's hurtful when the people you love the most don't listen to your own fucking podcast? First of all, I am not mom. I do listen to your podcast. Robin Mom do does not. Does not. Robin doesn't. And then she'll like, somebody will come up to her and say something like, oh my God, Robin, we love this story from the podcast. She'll be like, Heather, what the hell are you telling these people? I said, listen, I'm going to continue to tell Robin stories until you actually tune in and support your fucking kid. I don't think she has, she is so ADHD that she could not listen to a full podcast. Oh, No. 40 minutes, she'd be, three and a half minutes, she'd be out. Yeah. That's why she thrives on YouTube. It's like just a series of like five minute clips. Can we talk about your air fryer? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we have officially become those people. You know what? The one habit I have, I can air fry things. Yes. Every day. Maybe your habits are, are more in the evening. No, they 100% are. So do you, I am a do you, night person. Do you wash your face? Do you use your serums? Do you get rigatoni in bed? Yeah, I love my nighttime routine. Okay, well, there you go. Look at you already <laughs> thriving and achieving without even realizing that you were. But like an owl. Yes. And I'm a nocturnal animal. Yes. I only force myself to go to bed by like wolfing down a handful of pills because I don't, the morning's not where I thrive. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody says, this bullshit that you have to like, you know, Gary Vee's always like, if you don't get up at 4 a.m., you're a baby back bitch. Well, like, Gary no. Vee also like, he just smokes cocaine. meth. Yeah. <laughs> First thing in the morning. I mean, I don't know what else, how else you have that kind of morning energy. Also, can I be honest with you when I watch these Gary Vee videos and if y'all don't know who he is, he's just like, Gary Vaynerchuk or Vander Sluten. And he's this guy. I, do, I think Vander Sluten was the guy who murdered a bunch of people. He was a serial killer. No, he was, but it's something like that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like it's, it's something, it's close. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's, we'll it's, just gloss over that. Just go for it. But he's one of these guys on Instagram who's always trying to be so fucking motivating. And he's like, all right, you have no money. Buy a bike for 30 cents on Craigslist. Try not to get murdered when buying, <laughs> going to pick up said 30 cent bike. Next thing you know, you'll be asked to invest in Uber. Yeah. Okay. Don't take it. Hold out. Hold out. Also, you should be creating content every fucking single second of the day. And then he shows these clips of like these kids who come and ask him questions like, hey, I'm 20. I'm living at my parents' house and they don't want me to become, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like a gamer. What do I do? And he's like, you still live with your parents? You're a fucking bitch. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I just feel, again, it's cyclical. I feel sorry for myself because I'm like, well, I, I'm living with Robin. Even though I'm pretty sure that Gary Vee like lived with his parents until he was 30 and ran their like liquor store. Who knows? He, it's just so aggressive all the time. Yeah, no, no. He's, he's, he's mainlining cocaine. Yeah, for sure. Angel dust, PCP. Yeah. Basalts. 
Maybe I didn't know you like to get wet, Gary. <laughs> I mean, he probably has some like crushed up cat litter in the back. There's just no way that anybody has that much energy. No. But he's definitely a person who's like, you got to get up at four. Yeah, but he there is some girl, I, I think I saw her on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And she was doing an impression of Gary Vee. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know who Gary Vee is, this is basically like watching him. It was a spot on impression. Like a thousand push-ups a day. A thousand. Yeah. And you're like, shut the fuck up. I'm sleepy. Again, I don't rise and grind. I rise and relax. Yeah. My perfect day. I rise and grind some meat into burgers and then maybe grill we'll out for dinner. Yeah. Like grill out and chill out. Grill out and chill the fuck out. My perfect day is a awaking at like 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. 10 a.m. I think is a solid time. <laughs> it, is a, it is definitely a time. It's a time. Okay. You know, because if I wake up any time before, anything past 9.35, I feel refreshed. Anything before 9.34, I'm, I'm sick as a dog. That I'm is, nauseous till noon. That's very specific. Even if I go to bed at 8 p.m., I will feel so sick all day until about lunchtime. Okay. All right. I don't understand the science behind that, but we'll have someone look into it. Anyone who is a scientist who is a friend of the pod listening to it, um, please try wants in. to chime in. Let us know what is the science behind Heather's um, what nausea till noon. Nausea till noon. <laughs> but if I get up at say, you know, 10 o'clock, I have my coffee, I'm, then I have the energy to hit the gym at 11, doing my workout, then I get a lunch, you know, because I'm not a big breakfast person. I had yeah. lunch hard at like 1230. I'm showered by one that's when I thrive. Like 1 p.m. on is great. But if I'm starting at 8 a.m., I'm done by two. I feel like I'm about an hour and a half before you on this time. Okay. But I, but I understand what you mean. Mm-hmm. Because like if I wake up after 10, I feel like my whole morning is shut. But I don't need a morning. Because when you thrive at night, what do you need a morning for? Well, I don't thrive at night now either. <laughs> like I, I want to sleep till 10 and go to bed at eight. Like I, you know, that's it. I, I only need about a few wake... Honestly, three waking hours during the day, I could get everything done I need to get done. And then the rest of it is just extra time. And now that you got me that fucking Apple Watch, it literally says on the screen when the sun goes down and it's like, you have an hour and a half till the sun goes down. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then my anxiety goes through the roof. And then I'm I like- I thought you were excited about when the sun goes down because then you th- you're thriving. But then it makes me feel like I already know. And like, you know, I get that, that little tickle on the back of my neck. I know when the sun's going down. Or you could also look out a window. <laughs> I mean, you could, you have a couple of options on this. You could look out the window. But when you're half owl, you know, it's like a sense. It's mm-hmm. like God puts a cool breeze so on your back. you're a half owl. Yes, I have. Okay, so you're some sort of weird doc, Island of Dr. Moreau breeding program that we don't know about. Honestly, my body shape, little owl-like. Very top heavy, tiny Very little, long legs. They do have very long yes, legs. They have long legs, but they're very bushy up top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying- Can't argue with that. Mm-mm. Any scientists listening? <laughs> I'm looking right at her. Can't argue with it. Like the Chinese New Year. Is there a year of the owl? I don't think I'm so. I'm the year of the rat. No, you're not. I'm the year of the rat. You can't be. I think I am. I don't think you are. No, maybe I'm the year of the rabbit. Yeah. Hold on. Let's see. Keep talking. I'm going to look this up. Okay. Google this. We're Googling. We're Googling. Just type in 1987. You're a rabbit. Chinese- uh, it's Chinese, right? 87. Yeah, I'm the year of the rabbit. Okay, there you go. Which, honestly, can I be totally honest with you? Don't know what that means. Well, I know the year of the rat. You're um, you're shrewd and good with money. The rabbit is the fourth and the 12th year cycle of animals that appear in the Chinese zodiac related to the Chinese calendar. Okay. All right, give me something. <laughs> give me something. And then it just puts down. It, oh, my energy is yin. Asian doctors say that you're full of yang. Yes, he said I was yang. He said I had very a lot of yang. You got to get your yin back. I know I got to get my yin back. Is yin female or female? Uh, it's, it's not really defined. Yes. And you know, when I went to a new acupuncturist, Dr. Green. Very traditional Asian name. Dr. Green. Dr. Yes. Green. And he said, he was like, again, he, he really felt that intense energy. He's like, we got to get you more feminine. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't know what to do because when they Just keep- Just grow a penis at this no, point. No, when, when they keep making sweaters- uh-huh. That make your shoulders look ridiculous. And you're a broad shoulders shouldered lady. That's why I love a racer back. But then when you have a thick back, the racer back is not very flattering because then the fat pushes that, up through the got through that the broad Irish back. Yeah, I know. It's broad Irish, which is another thing. We've slowly been going through our grandfather's stuff and trying to figure out like where we come from. And I'm like contemplating, do I do 23 and me? But then again, I don't want the government having my DNA. But then again, it's like, at this point, what? But like, I, I think it goes whatever. straight. Whatever. I think it goes straight to Elon Musk now. 
I think it is too. And honestly, I got denied for a Tesla. And you know what? <laughs> I'm still pissed about I it. I don't blame you. Again, could have purchased, wanted to lease. They were dicks about it. Their loss. Uh, yeah, honestly, their loss. Although I still got Elon Musk is always listening. Honestly, he probably, great. I hope he hears this. And he sends me a Tesla for all my heartache. A lot of doubts that that's going to happen, but you know, put it on the vision board. So we got to work on my nighttime routine. Maybe I need to not beat myself up. Maybe I need to not, you know, be so hard on myself when I, I don't, I get too tired to do self-care because it's self-care in the morning. If I do my self-care at night, I think that's really the way we need to rephrase it. It's it's self-care is self-care. No matter what time of day you're doing it, you're doing it. Okay. And if you need to be the owl that is inside you and put your serums on at night and like, yeah, do your thing, Uh then that's when you do your thing. And you don't apologize about that to anybody. Can I tell you what it's like to live back in the house with your sister? Ashley legit texted me the other night. She's like, Heather, there's an owl outside my window. And there like, is. There was. It's loud. I know. But I'm just like, this is, oh my God. No, I was saying there's an owl outside my window. And we all know that they're terrible creatures. And they could pick up rigatoni and fly away with them. No, okay? an owl can't get rigs. A hawk could. Yeah, No, an owl can attack you. Okay. First of all, <laughs> you haven't been watching enough Dateline. There was an owl that attacked a woman. Okay. Okay. Calm down. You're I cannot calm down. Okay? A mic. woman was murdered. And her husband got blamed for it. He ended up going to prison mistakenly. And then they came back and forensics <laughs> figured out it was an owl. I don't remember the name of any of the people that were involved. I don't remember what year this was. I don't know where it happened. But I feel confident that your listeners can probably Google it and figure it out. And if you know, please DM my sister. Please fill up her inbox with, with all owl content. Yes. I mean, here's that. That's the other thing. Owls I- are vicious. I feel a little anxious because I know that I, I abide by the rules. I abide by the laws. I make goody two-shoes when it comes to staying in the lines. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a creative, artsy person, funky, do my, my weird performance art, but I'm going to make sure I pay my taxes on time. I'm going to make sure I stay within the speed limit. But you are also apparently willing to let Rigatoni get eaten by an owl or attacked because you haven't done your due diligence on owls that we hear outside. But when you're half owl, you know no one's going to fuck with you. If I even so much as feel that cool breeze on the back of my neck, I'm fucking out the door and will fight a bird. Okay. I would love to see you fighting <laughs> birds of prey in our backyard. Along my self-care journey in the last 15 minutes, I have realized that I am part owl and I know that my community is not going to fuck fuck up my dog. Okay, great. I'm a mole person because I cannot wait to be let out of this hell that is, you know, social distancing and once we can all gather again because I will literally walk out of the house like, oh my God, I haven't seen the sunlight in eight months. Like, I don't even know what things are anymore. Is this a mailbox? I'm going to be like Helen Keller in that movie, you know, where mm-hmm. she's like first learning water, you know, yeah. <laughs> and she's like touching the mailbox or touching the asphalt being like street, street. Right. <laughs> you know, that's going to be me. You know, I used to always, whenever I would ride the subway in New York, which towards the end was very few and far between, but I was obsessed with mole people because that's a real thing. If you haven't seen the documentary on mole people, it's not a new one. I think you got to go like the deep depths of YouTube. You'll find it, but there's literally people called mole people. They live underneath the subway and there's like a whole community down there. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And every time I'd be standing and like waiting for the A train, I'm thinking, wonder who's down there. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's me and my friends. It's me and my friends. In the only last surviving blockbuster underground. So again, if something happens this week or, you know, in the next six months where the mole people come out. Just they cut us some slack. Cut us some slack. people get, get upset about this. Yeah, if the mole people get upset, we are sorry. We cannot keep up with the fact that we don't, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Also, you guys have missed a lot of stuff. You've okay? missed. A, You've been underground. Mm-hmm. A lot of things have gone down. A lot of things. Guess what? Not great things. No. Actually, you know what? That's what sounds nice about being a mole person. Yeah, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. They also have to look at their Apple Watches to figure out when sunset is. <laughs> it's fucking Apple Watch. That was something else. Somebody was like, aren't you worried that the vaccine is going to be the mark of the beast? I go, no. You know what the mark of the beast is? The fucking Apple Watch. Because mm-hmm. it makes, I swear to God, it gets hot on the back of my skin on my left wrist. That's what? only because mom said you got baptized, but you didn't really. I did get baptized. We have photos of it. Also, I got re That was another baby. We photoshopped you in. Ashley, I got rebaptized when I was 13. So did you. You were 16. I think every time you get baptized again, it undoes the previous baptism. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read my Bible in a while, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. 
Well, Jesus said so. No, nope. that's it. And also, that's how mom ends most of her conversations. If you're making a point she doesn't like, she goes, well, it's in the Bible. Jesus said it. But it could be about anything. We're like, anything. instead of doing a soy, you know, gla- a ginger glaze on the salmon tonight, we want to go with a Blanc. And she's like, I said soy because Jesus said it. And at the end of the day, you know, it's this podcast is really just myself reaching out. Touching hands. Okay, great. I feel like I wasn't even here. <laughs> no, I'm, I was, wow, I was about to say something nice about you. You're an impatient cunt. Wait, mm-hmm. reaching out, touching hands, spending time with my sister. Yes, I was doing the beginning lyrics. Wait, is that a nice line. thing about me? Just spending time with me? Again, won't let me finish. Okay. Spending time with my sister, giggling and going through life. And we're looking for the silver lining and find something positive in a dark time. What are you reaching Still for? Still waiting for you to say something really nice about me. This isn't the say, end of the say, podcast say, where I just give you a compliment. Say two good things about me. You have really pretty dark hair. <laughs> I feel like you're searching too long for the second thing. Okay. I'll give, I'll give you a minute. No, we won't pause no. this podcast no. until you come up with something Two nice else. things. You're very intelligent. Mm-hmm. You're also very cute and petite. Okay. Say two thank nice you. things about me, bitch. You have great fashion sense. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yes. And I think you are very funny. It's the least you could do. Oh, you're welcome. Well, you know what? That's it. <laughs> That's a wrap <laughs> on sister bonding with Heather and Ashley. Because also I'm will bring on more fucking celebrity guests. I don't know how to tell you this, guys, but a lot of people that I asked to come on the podcast are also burnt out and they're like, I have nothing left to give. But I promise, I say that jokingly, but we are getting some great guests that are coming up soon. So stay tuned. But I had to bring on the Georgia Law lady because I owe her one. And we were giggling so hard today. I said, listen, we gotta we gotta take another trip down memory lane. I mean, these are the the episodes y'all asked for. Real, wrong. And, uh, you know, she's helping me explore who I am, which is half owl. And in the meantime, between time, let's stay positive. Take care of each other. Any last absolutely yeses. Let's end on a positive note. Absolutely yes. Ooh, what? What has gone on this week that was an absolutely yes? We don't have enough time for your, like, full backstory. Okay. Um, oh, absolutely yes to mom getting her paintings finally up on the internet and she's painting a bunch more. Well, they're not on the internet yet. I, we have her photo shoot coming up next week. Uh, we're very excited. The Red Contemporary. Follow her on Instagram. We are about to launch her art empire. Her website will be up. We'll have the shipping. We'll have her assistant. On, like we've got a whole art empire that is coming. So stay tuned. That'll probably come out in the next two weeks because we're going to do the photo shoot. And absolutely yes to the air fryer and making some of the best chicken wings. Oh, we, we didn't even talk about the air fryer. The air fryer's clutch, guys. They are not a sponsor of the podcast, but if you get your hands on any air fryer, it'll change your life. Best hot wings I've ever had. I made in my own air fryer. You will be different. You will be. Well, I just joked. You yeah. will be different <laughs> and it'll change your life. And if, that's, if that is self-care to you that you just around 10 p.m. throw some organic chicken wings in the air fryer and douse them in Frank's Red Hot, you do you. It's all about your own journey because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And therefore, you can't cancel us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's my attorney, the Georgia law lady. Ashley, thank you for being in the studio. Thank you for having me. And absolutely not to not having any idea what the future holds, but absolutely yes to sticking together. We're a community. I love each and every one of you. Hopefully in these dark, crazy, weird times, I can be a little levity and a little humor and Hey, a couple giggles down the old hatch. Because guess what? We're all in this together. Wow, she's still got it. All right, guys. See you on next week's episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Love and light. Arrivederci. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.